What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is B-Show. It's the only show, let's be honest here. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm uh, I'm in the Diamond Studio today, hanging out with my co-host, the, the, the beekeeper himself. Let's not build it up any further. I the, already have said my The New Japan anyway. pro wrestling expert here at City Wrestling Radio. I'm an expert of wearing a New Japan shirt, as because if that's what you were looking at. Michael Vergar. How are you today, sir? I'm okay. It's cold. It's, it's a little chill. And that chill. was quite the... I just paused it. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll, I, maybe I'll make it fade out. In Come on, man. You work at a radio station. You should you should know how to, you should know how to do those fades. Well, things. you know, I, sh- I, I... Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Let's try it again. Let's uh, you're, you just play it. Okay, Play it. Play it. Oh, now, now it's too loud. Now you just done... Now all the people that were listening to our audience is just... All okay. right. Oh, now it's just... To, now I can now hear a little bit. Now it's just in one ear. Yep. Okay, this is just a train wreck all in one. See, when you have proper equipment, it's easier. We do have proper equipment. Well, it, it, it's it, yeah, we 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 kind of do. It, it, Don't play hey, a carpenter never blames their tools, man. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is the carpenter, right? Yeah. Anyways, guys, this is City Wrestling Radio, and we're not here to talk about Jesus. We're here to talk about pro wrestling today. And more specifically... About time, honestly. More specifically, uh, all the Wrestling Dynamite and NXT uh, for this week, uh, because it is January 16th. And it's all we ever actually... we are, It's all we'll, we'll, we'll ever talk about. We honestly. weren't here last week, so we're probably going to be super excited to talk about everything today. We'll be like, oh my god! Yeah, we're going to review last week's episode, too. It's going to be a four-hour long episode. Wait, what? No. Okay, good, because I was sick last week, and I... I know. Anywho's, uh, guys, we're going to talk some news. Uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the passing of uh, Rocky Johnson. Uh, talk about some stuff happening in all elite wrestling, more specifically, uh, wheels and deals. And, and that's my favorite games. Jackie Chan movie. And, uh, and, uh, we got some other news, which I can't really remember off the top of my head, but if I see it real quick, then I'll Mercedes Martinez, Jake Atlas, NXT and some, and some dudes with beards. And some dudes with beards. Because WWE doesn't just does not get enough of those guys. Oh, and uh, I want to I want to talk a little Tessa Blanchard. But before we get into any of that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR four one five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio because uh, we post cool stuff on them, especially uh, uh, surveys, polls. Not necessarily a sur- Is it a survey? There was four questions. There was two write-in questions. So it was kind of like a test, actually. Hope I passed because I made one. Uh, I've you, seen, you know my answer. I've seen some. I've seen some answers in the City Wrestling Radio Royal Rumble uh, CWR Universe picks. That's CWR Universe. They're picking who's going to win. Uh huh. Yeah, I got you. I'm still with you. Uh, there's a lot of su- surprise entrances, but like I don't know. Maybe that surprise <sighs> entrance Rumble, could man. have been named already. He might have named himself already. Who? What? Uh, I'm not with you on this one. Uh, well, you didn't hear about Kane Velasquez. Oh yeah, no, that was my pick. Uh, that was my pick to win, actually. Wow. But uh, didn't he like already declare? He's like, yeah, let's do this on Twitter or something. But uh, uh, he's yes. not cleared to do it. But that's true. It's a, that not is true. This is just something randomly I thought I heard. I can see him eliminating Brock. Oh, whatever. Anyway, there's another. They, show for you that. know what? There's a whole other show for that next week. God willing, City Wrestling Radio uh, predictions, Royal Rumble. It's my favorite pay per view of the year. Well, at least it was. It's always an exciting time, honestly. Like no matter how bad the product is, at least we get to see a bunch of grown ass men and women play the floor as hot lava. And you know, also lay in a corner in the ring for like five minutes at a time. Yeah, they all take naps and then go. Okay, go, go. It's your turn. Whew, whew. 
You know what I mean? I think there should be a new question there. How long do you think Brock is going to last in that Rumble? Oh, uh, uh, well, you know, hey, a lot of people have picked him to win. Yeah, but no. Why? As, as, as on. You know, I mean, is he gonna is he gonna rest in a corner? Is he gonna go through a table and then just lay down and then just if, yeah? Well, if he does the Roman Reigns because he's definitely not going doing the, the Roman he's not Reigns. doing the full sixty or what? How, however long those are lay nowadays. Down, go to the back, do the Roman Reigns. That's just not that's just not Brock. That's not how he does. He just checks in and checks. Well, out. yeah, we'll see. He's a scary man until he sees a whole group of kids and then for some reason he's like joyful. Did you see that video of him? I mean, like he's probably a nice guy. That's what it is. Whatever. But he's a scary man in public in, in real life. Anyways, let's get into some news. Um, some things that are. Uh, let's start off. We gotta start off with some sad news. Uh, the passing of uh, Rocky Johnson. Yes. The father of Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, passed away at the the age of seventy five years old. Mm-hmm. Now he in his heyday he was let's just say a bit before our time. It's it's fair to say oh, that. Oh yeah. But, well, but yes. he but he 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 in literal sense yes was before our time. But by all intents and purposes, from what I've heard, um, from what I've heard about the Rocky Johnson's career, was that he is more than just you know the, being the Rock's father. In fact, he was known to be a super athlete. Um, he was actually they call him the king of the drop kicks in the seventies. I know, and uh, he first trained as a boxer. In fact, he had a very famous rivalry. Well. Yeah, relatively speaking, a pretty famous rivalry with Jerry the King Lawler, and they built it as the boxer versus the wrestler. Um, he, he he had a brief run here, actually, in San Francisco. He did, actually. What was it? Uh, Johnson, while being based in California. I have the San Francisco stuff. Oh, yeah. He then held a long tenure in San Francisco, where he would be remembered as one of the biggest stars, and Roy Shire was a big-time wrestling. As a babyface, he would, in singles competitor, headliner at the Cal Palace. Palace. Uh, as tag team headliner partner, Ray Stevens, Pat Patterson, uh, and uh, Peter Maivia and Pepper Gomez. Mm-hmm. So, so quite, and uh, he was known to be a very, very super worker. He's he's held he held titles all across promotions. Not necessarily the number one. Like he was never the guy, but he was, might you say, a good hand. And uh, yeah, I mean, he will yeah, we'll go ahead. No, yeah, go on. No, you go. No, I don't. I. I really had nothing to say. <laughs> He's a that. member of the St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame and the WWE Hall of Fame, yeah, which apparently the St. Louis one is really hard to get into. Yeah. It's like... According to Meltzer. Ah, uh, 12 that people. Same. We listen to that same one. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, we're not we're not historians here. Um, you, For the people who actually know, want to know more about Rocky Johnson, his stuff's out there. He recently released a book, actually. Uh, did he? Yeah, there was a, there's a book out there. Uh, so, you know, he, like you said, he is the father of Dwayne Rock Johnson, passed away at 75. His, uh, friend, Brian Blair, the head of the Cauliflower Alley Club, um, said he's been sick for about two weeks. Uh, so. And then was, stu- and according yeah. to Melter, he said he was stubborn about it. And he says, you're not supposed to be stubborn about that kind of stuff, especially men his age. And, uh, I, I, yeah, happened. we haven't heard anything. You from- see that a lot with older men. Yeah. You know, you I think it's just like, eh, it's, it's, it's broke. It's not going to fix it. Yeah. You know, but. Or more or less, they just don't. I think it just mostly, and again, this is not, this is not a, an implication of this, of how Rocky Johnson probably felt at, you know, near the time of his death. But then no, you see a lot of, I think it's just comes down to a lot of like older men not wanting, not being told on how to live their life. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about a lot of men nowadays where they just don't want to be told what to do. And so if you get somebody, if you visit, if you go to a place where someone's like, hey, you're not supposed to do this, 
I feel like the older and more stubborn you are, it's again, yeah, it's more just about stubbornness. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I, I definitely. Oh, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. We can go all day about that, but people don't like to admit they're wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I guess that's just how, how that is. But yeah, rest in peace, uh, Rocky Johnson. And he that. was, there's a bit of a dispute of how old he, how old he actually was. Some might, some say 75, some might say 78. Oh, because apparently he lied about his age at one point. I mean, maybe. I think all wrestlers have done that one one point in their lives. Well, you know, I know. The boogeyman still claims that he's Mar- thirty. Look at that Marco stunt character. He, isn't he like twenty three? Oh no, I thought he was like forty five. Oh wow, good good looking forty five year old. He's right like there. Andy Milanakis. Yeah, but then I think that was an act. That's an actual like I don't want to say disease, but that's an actual like medical syndrome. Thing. Yeah. I don't know if you want to call it that, but I don't know. There you go. It's a wrestling podcast. What do you expect? Uh, from us? I haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything from Dwayne the Rock Johnson social media. I think the last thing he posted on his Instagram, like I think, like the five hours before this news broke, was about like his tequila. So you know, understandable. He hasn't been. He's been kind of silent about it. You know, we got to just well, yeah. He's got to mourn. Yeah, mourn the death death of his father. It, it's uh, it's hard we'll probably hear here. something. Let's see, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Are you just looking up his, his social media right now and see if? Yeah, no, you're right, Tequila. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rest oh. in peace. You know he 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 has he is a he is a stalwart in the. Oh, he usually posts a lot too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, Rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Condolences to the friends, family, fans of uh, Rocky Johnson. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we shall move on, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk a little uh, what the show is usually about. Ollie Wrestling. And I all mean, that's the talk of the town nowadays. The, this, their wheels and deals. You already made. You already said that before, but yes. Deals and wheels. Okay, no, that's different. There we go. Sort I of. Switched up. Uh, but they just, they're just they extended through uh, 2023 now. Oh. Oh, don't act like you don't know this. Oh, no. Uh, but uh, in a deal that'll make the company actually profitable in the first year in 2020 they signed a new deal with tnt that's kind of a big deal bring them to uh well you know for them. once once you compare that to wcw who that it wasn't they weren't profitable until at least 19 well into 1997 consider and once you consider the fact that how long that company's been around granted the pro their uh their spending was probably a little a little bit more on the hasty side but 175 million dollars for four year uh four years yep that's so. $1 million per episode. $45 million a year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and it brings a new show to TNT, apparently, a new uh, AEW show. What could this be? They Some people say it's pretty, they're pretty much going to put Dark on a Tuesday on I TNT. I mean, that's what somebody was saying, but somebody Who knows was, at this yeah, point. It's, it's, it's debated right now. Yeah. Um, Not speculation. But this, this, I mean, this can only mean a win. In the in the high in in the highest sense of the term for for AEW, you know, like being profitable within your for, for within in your second year, like that's that's nothing but a home run for anybody involved in that point. I it really just re, re, really the real question is how are they going to capitalize on this deal? You know, are they gonna where are you going to funnel this money towards? Are you going to funnel this money towards production? Are you going to funnel this money towards signing more talent? More leverage for you know, or lining their pockets with money. Yeah, straight up, just Tony or, Khan, just or, like, hey, uh, that money, that's just going towards that, me. That's mine. That's mine. Uh, yeah. No, they should they should fix their audio problems. Production value is key, and um, maybe invest in a streaming service. 
their own streaming service. Yeah, I don't think they have enough uh, content. Well, to, with three, if to, they have three shows, they might actually have enough content. Like if you, I mean, I think TNT has more than has more than just satiated that whole on-demand service thing yet. Yeah. I don't think AAW is at that point where to justify a streaming service. I think it's, I think like with Fight and with the TNT app, I think that's just enough for them right now. Um, but yeah, it's. But I mean, they're they're uh, they're doing well. Yeah. And I mean, even in the ratings, I'm looking at these ratings numbers you sent me. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to read that chart. I'm trying. What's going on? Just uh, wow, a point three eight and eighteen forty nine. That's both um, males and females. Uh, that's that, that that number five for January fifteenth. Yeah. So just the long and short of it is that aid in the ratings. Uh, Where's NXT? Well, NXT did 700K. Oh, there we go. I see it. 30, yeah, NXT, number 31. Yeah, NXT did, was at number 31. It was 700K, 700K viewers. And AEW Dynamite this week 940. did 940K viewers. So um, you could say, I mean, you could easily say that like the, the ratings just, the viewership kind of is leveling off for AEW a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit more concerning on NXT's end where they're just not gaining, they're not gaining that audience. As much is this as coming in an email or something? How do you get this? I've been trying to figure this out. I I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Yeah, it was it was just out. I got that from Reddit actually. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's I can't really I can't really comment to say because like it's not it's well look it's, they no 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 it's 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 more it's more or less like how is NXT going to try to gain viewers? How off are they going to capitalize? Not capitalize. Try to you know raise. You know, raise the stakes for them. Yeah. Like, do they put more people in there? Do I do they try to have more title matches? Have like pretty much take like takeover level shows? Like, what do well, you do the, for something like NXT? Yeah, it, the whole thing with NXT is you know they get out of full sale. No, I I just you think that they've alienated their fan base. How do you uh, how so? Well, a lot of people have like turned their backs on you know AEW or on uh, WWE in general. The hardcore fans that like left and like, you know what, I can't watch this crap anymore. Even though NXT is good and I'll watch it from time to time. I think I think that the people who are willing to, I think I think the line that a lot of people are willing to cross is just not watch main roster stuff. And even then those still get the highest amount of viewership. Well, because that then that's appealing to the general to like a, a casual fan. Yeah. So the general goofiness of wrestling uh plays a factor, you know, at that point. It's not so much the fact that you know, like like and it, like I just the ratings are just aren't as competitive enough right now. Like, who knows what this number is? I mean, who knows what next week is going to have? Right, right. You know, these could, like I said, marathon, not a race. Uh, it's a marathon. But it's, as of right now, like, AEW is... Number five. Five. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so they got a little bit of... So AEW kind of just has a little bit of momentum on their side at this at this rate. And I, it's really the true question is how are they going to follow up with this? How are they going to, like you said before, capitalize on this? Are they going to put more money into the production? Are they going to put more money into this second show where more people... Or they can you know actually utilize the talent they have so far? Oh, they hired Taz. Oh, yeah. That's how they're utilizing it. Yep. <laughs> they hired Taz. They said, you know... It's, no, but then that... The hiring of Taz, like he, uh, do you want to just say? What uh, so there? he's now officially under contract with All Elite Wrestling. Uh, AEW announced uh, yesterday or whatever day it was announced. Uh, Taz signed a multi-year agreement with the promotion. Posted a video of Taz signing a contract backstage at Bash the Beach, which apparently they're getting sued over that. Or, uh, I mean, we would hear a lot more. about They cut that. a promo afterwards saying like, 
after the show went off air and I said, yeah, we might be getting sued for using this name. Okay, cool. But anyways, uh, so, uh, you know, he debuted on Taz. I mean, debuted as a guest commentator on third episode of AEW Dark. He, and I actually enjoyed Taz as a commentator on that sh- on that particular show. You know, he wasn't as checked out as he was during the, his, his time and his during the la- his last days in TNA. Yeah. Where he was probably amongst the worst in the in the in the business that year. But yeah, I saw shades of Taz during the SmackDown 6 era, you know, where he he felt he there was an there was an energy to that guy who actually called moves and just kind of got stories over and, you know, did things that a commentator should do. Uh, Color commentator. He did announce that uh, his podcast we put on hold. So, so that's our you, spot. A- thank you, AEW, for doing that. Yeah. They're One taking, less thing to worry about. They just, you know what they should do? Hire all the podcasts except for us. And then we'll be, be the only one. We'll just, mono- we'll be the WWE podcast where we're just straight up monopolizing everything. Or just hire us. No, I'm uh, I don't even think, oh, man. He would Come do on, it. Man. I, WWE. This is Michael Vergara. I would never. I would never work for WWE, AEW, maybe. But then that would also would you be like that guy who was like, "Yeah, it's a great match." Yeah, it's a good match. No, these these fans, they're just marks. You know, they don't know what a good, what a you know what heat is. You know, they don't it's know heat. A, it's good shit. Yeah. Anyways, well, that's happening in all elite wrestling. Taz. A uh, new a new deal extended twenty twenty three nine hundred forty k viewers will. WWE create a new show to go against. When will this new show be taking place on TNT? That's what WWE needs. More shows. Because honestly, it should just be dark on TNT. You think so? Yeah, because do you really want an hour long? So one one hour hour long on Tuesdays. If they're going to keep that, then what else are they going to put on? And when are they going to put it on? uh, Because apparently, like, according to, um, again, according to Meltzer, because that's where all wrestling news happens, um, they... Him and his tie-dye sweatshirt. They they straight up, like, they might as well have filmed another episode of Dynamite with the amount of, with the amount of, you know, filming they did for Dark. This last week? Yeah, no, yeah, last night. Okay. So um, they did the Joey Janela phoenix match apparently and now and i think phoenix is uh phoenix got hurt during this match i don't know i haven't seen it we don't know we don't know the results (laughs) yeah (laughs) we don't do spoilers here (laughs) but uh yeah there's a lot happening i mean what what do you what kind of show would you want from AEW? maybe Uh, like maybe like you know it's like camp wwe but camp aew maybe again like i agree with you like it should i don't think it should just be dark you know, AEW Dark, like one one. I think they could AEW they could definitely Cole. beef up the production of Dark and just put that on T onto TNT. Well, AEW After Dark. They could just uh, it's a talk show about Dark. Really, it's just I, and I don't know whether or not it should just be an extension for Dynamite. Just you know, just to have Sunny Kiss in that match. You know, just to have like more people. You know, do more reps for these. Uh, you know, do more reps for a certain talent who otherwise wouldn't be into Dynamite. But then you're automatically just kind of. You're kind of labeling that show as well, like, you know, as a B show, mm-hmm. you know, not the B show. Yeah, not the B show, not not the A show here. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just casts it casts a certain light on this. Or like, OK, look, this is lower stakes. Why? Why even watch this? It's like, like, do you want do you necessarily want that show, that extension show as just the whatever show that you don't have to watch? Does ne- does TNT necessarily want that or do they just want another dynamite? Well, it was either that or Walker, Texas Ranger. And I think they're going with another episode of AEW. I mean, that's that's quite debatable, man. Have you? I love I love me some Walker, Texas Ranger. Ranger. No, I'm I'm more of a fan of a lever 
that shows clips of Walker Texas Ranger. You ever seen that Conan? No. That was one that's amongst one of my all time favorite Conan O'Brien bits. Where he just has a where <laughs> NBC Universal the once the NBC Universal merger happened, uh Conan, one of Conan O'Brien's bits was like, Okay, n- now I work for a company that owns the rights to Walker Texas Ranger and they brought me a, a lever where every time I pull it, it shows a clip of Walker Texas Ranger. Oh, that's good. And I it's like just it. Yeah. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy to watch yep. on TV. Not Chuck Norris. And Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, the Conan. Yeah. The Conan. Conan the Barbarian. He's part of Warner Media. Like, he might as well. They sh- He should do something with all Elite Wrestling, you know, with the TBS thing. Uh, I mean, it's a matter of time before he comes and goes, Hello, everybody. I'm Conan O'Brien. Yeah. You think with this, with this extension, with this 2023 extension, they... We'll do a lot more merging, like you know, cross brand merging with other TN, oh. like Warner Media properties. Like we'll see all Elite Wrestling. We'll see. You think we'll see more Rick and Morty type level stuff? Oh yeah, they, they own that, right? Yeah, uh, it's Adult Swim. So then, do they own? It's Turner. So Viacom. it's WC. So it's like it's W. Like it's well, know, Warner yeah. Media. Okay. So well, think WB. Think uh, TNT. TBS, Animaniacs. Cartoon Network. Well, all Elite Wrestling being Animaniacs. Yeah, it's like we're we're gonna see the Warner Brothers as a tag team and the Warner sister. Dot. Yeah, the Warner sister. Dot. Yeah. What uh, were they? I don't know, man. They, it, they were just they were just like just cartoons. Like they were the they weren't la- animals. They were the last remnants of '80s producers, cokeheads, addictions. Yeah. What's that one show? That's why it was so good. No, what's that one show on WB? It was was it Histor- Historia? Oh, um, it's like where it basically just runs down like you know his, like American history or whatever. Oh, I don't know. You know. Maybe it was before. It was ahead of your time. Or yeah, 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 ahead of my time. Uh, yeah, but uh, let's move on. Uh, WWE signings. Hooray! You've sold your soul to the devil. You know what? Don't don't judge them. They, these are some good. good I, can, nice I can't wait until Jake Atlas wrestles Mojo Rawley to a crowd to a dead fucking crowd to two million people on Monday Night Raw. Let's you know go. What? Uh, well, Mercedes Martinez, as we, if you know, if you watched uh, NXT last night, and Jake Atlas, as you just spoiled to everyone. Officially signed to WWE and the Performance Center. I mean, who knows? Jake Atlas could definitely just be an NXT stalwart, and that could be just okay as well. Uh, let's see. Atlas um, broke out of the Southern California scene. Uh, more notable for me, he, uh, well, sorry, you're stretching. Um, he wrestled at APW in Northern California, uh, finishing as their Universal Champion, beating Jacob Fatu for the title. Um, and then doing nothing with it ever since. He dropped the title. Oh, I don't know. They haven't had a new <laughs> show yet. It's a vacant title now. Oh, cool. That's my local promotion. Uh, he's a great guy, though. Um, I hope I'm sure he, he is. You know, that's. I think he's a part of that generation who I think he is going to be amongst the last of their kind where WWE be, is their be all end all. Because uh, Atlas. Atlas has gone on record saying he's always wanted to go to WWE, right? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's always been a stream. I think at this point, like, we're going to see a generation of talent coming up where you know WWE might not be the best thing for them. But but alas, Jake Atlas is uh, going to WWE, and he because uh, of the money. He said maybe. something about signing with WWE. He says, uh, first my family to turn a dream into reality." Uh, superstar wasn't just a moniker; it was a vision I set for myself. Oh, he is in on that. that he, well, he he's always been known that. as the superstar Jake Atlas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it rings a lot more truer now. Proud of who I am and where I lead, uh, and where it will lead me because I am right here where I belong at NXT. Let's change the world. I I hope. <laughs> I hope. 
Let's hope he stays uh, in NXT. Atlas, Atlas uh, you know, you, uh, he's been on WWE's radar for a while because he was on their episode of Undercover Boss. Nobody, everybody is on in WWE's radar. Come on now. Um, Unless you're Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get there. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and also Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Uh, Which I was really was, happy you for know, because I was I, anytime we could she, see more Mercedes Martinez on the screen. She was really good for she was really good at the May Young Classic, you know. And um, it's unfortunate that the it didn't work out with the whole AEW thing. Yeah, yeah, no, you know things. I, but I but I feel it's like this. I feel like this is the same situation as Jake Atlas, where she she tweeted out like this is the, that this was the place that she always wanted to be in, right? WWE, and she did have that match with Tessa Blanchard, right? and she could de- yeah, and she could definitely. I could see her like she's a bit on the older side and nothing wrong with that. But then just at this point of her career, she might end up being in that Cassius Ono position where she where she she has she becomes a kind of a player coach kind of kind of deal. You know, I don't necessarily think she'll. Oh, she I mean, she'll probably end up being champion. Who knows at this point? But then she's a great addition to that women's ro- NXT women's roster. Yeah, as sta- you know, as fucking stacked as that is, it's getting stacked. It's pretty. Gr- no, that. That is become honestly, I feel like that is becoming like the best in the industry, uh, <laughs> as far as women's divisions go. Like maybe you know, compared to Shimmer or Stardom, yeah, you know, you know, she did wrestle one match on AEW Dark, and then uh, she's twenty first century at the Casino Battle Royal uh-huh. at All Out. That's yep. not the song. Uh, yeah, and I thought as soon as like she was at that, she was number twenty one. I was like, oh shit, she's in this, but apparently not. She's uh, she's reporting for duty in the Performance Center, which. You know, best of luck to her. You know, well, you she's a very, she's a very, uh, she's a very talented. You individual. don't notice in between two is that they both competed in the PWG's um, Battle of Los Angeles. Everybody last year. is that's the so thing. I think they both got signed. Probably. Everybody who's anybody has competed at Battle of uh, Los Angeles. You go like you go trace those cards. Yeah, like dude. But she made it to the quarterfinals. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Best, of, best of luck to all of them. And then the oh, rest. wait, 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 and the rest. wait, wait, wait. What? Rewind. That's Atlas. I'm reading this wrong. Okay. Well, hey, uh, and uh, the rest. Yeah, uh, the rest <laughs> of the people that were signed, uh, uh, Titan Games uh, competitor, uh, what's it? Uh, I, I don't know what. what is I can't. This? I don't. Former, it's not in front of well, me. You don't. You, I sent you the link. No, you didn't. Anyways, uh, a lot of other people were signed. They they they're all athletes. They're a lot NFL. newer. You know, we'll see. Anthony Francis, a six foot five, three hundred pounder. I wonder what Anthony Gogo was up to because he signed a contract with All Elite and he was a he was a shoot boxer. And uh, oh, apparently they signed a Circus Soleil person. Cool. Sydney Batterman, a 27-year-old acrobat from St. Louis. And then uh, Zachary Smith, towers over the new recruits. Are you sure that's not Zachary? No, it's Zachary. It, How is it spelled? Z-E-C-H-A-R-I-A-H. Okay, Zachary. Yeah. Zachariah? Zachariah, Whatever. Sure. Anyways, let's move on to something I'm really looking forward to. Coming up in the next couple months, John Moxley, Josh Barnett, Bloodsport. Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. Yeah, what about it? They're, uh, they're, they're, they're wrestling. Uh, yeah. They're facing each other. As it was promised, it's going to happen. It was announced uh, Moxley and Barnett will happen at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 3 over WrestleMania weekend, uh, taking place at the Cuban Club in Tampa, Florida on Thursday, April 2nd. Bartley it, and bon- uh, Bart- uh, Barnett. Yes. I don't know why I couldn't get it out. Uh, was supposed to headline Barnett's Bloodsport in September, but Moxley had to be pulled to the show due to the MRSA infection he had in his elbow, uh, which forced him to miss the show. And uh, and miss Hall out as well. Yeah, his match against Kenny Omega. It's really interesting to see Moxley sort of morph himself into this MMA character. 
Yeah. You know, like in you you saw you you can cut you saw this in um in the last night's episode of Dynamite as well. And it's I think it's just him trying to preserve He's just evolved. You could just see him trying to just evolve his style. Like yeah. he was always known as this hardcore deathmatch wrestling guy. Oh, with Mitch the Potted Plant. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, the most hardcore. And uh, and then him doing this, doing him doing this wrestling match or whatever match Bloodsport does, which I think it goes for a more shoot style kind of affair. Oh, with absolutely. These, with this Bloodsport, no event. ropes. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how because he has since said like he you know he lives in La- uh, Las Vegas. He does MMA training. I don't think it's the Shoot's same. Dumb. I don't think it's Randy Couture's gym. Maybe it is. I I should I should know uh, more no, about this. No, it's not. Because uh, I know Daniel Bryan trains in Randy Couture's gym. Yeah, sometimes he does, but not all the time. And so I'm looking forward to this sort of style that Moxley has just kind of fully embraced at this point. I think he like. Have you watched uh, Blood Sports of years past? Yeah, I saw. The, I actually saw it when it was Matt Riddle's Blood Sport. Oh, uh, you know what? Okay, calm down. You know when he was against Minoru Suzuki. But Minoru Suzuki versus Barnett was pretty good as well. I think this is him just trying to train for the match against Minoru Suzuki, which is eventually, you know, coming. Yeah. What? Damn. Barnett and... No, Moxley. Oh. Moxley and Suzuki. Yeah. that's Oh, we'll maybe Maz, Suzuki do a run-in. Who knows? Who knows? But somebody else who was announced for April's Blood Sports show is another friend of the show, Jeff Cobb. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see so, Jeff Cobb in, in shoot-style wrestling. There's also, I mean, if we're while on the subject of just names going into, cert, like, just names being in certain other promotions, fucking yeah. Will Ospreay, he's announced for Supercard of Honor, and he's also announced for Spring Break. Well, yeah, Spring Break, I'm more interested in seeing. Supercard of Honor, it's a Ring of Honor show. They still have a deal. New Japan for Wrestling and Ring I of mean, Honor. Yeah, like this news. They I still mean, have a working agreement. And well, I mean, you already, we all already know that, you know, and we 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 didn't do a show this week, but then Marty Skrull, given given the book, signed a signed uh, signed with ROH, and he was also given the head booker. I, I thought he wasn't given the head booker. That's what he's given was. a book. He was given a he, book, but he's he's working side by side with Delirious. There you go, that yeah. person and Bully Ray. I know. I thought the news should be a little bit more concrete than this, but yeah, the, he. Let's just say Marty Skrull given. WWE money with 40 dates a year, which is kind of crazy. Good, good for him. him. Good for him. They're they're tearing it. Honestly, friend. good for him. And I think ROH, I think this was something that ROH needed to do. They needed some the, some enact some actual real change within the creative process. They needed a pump of of youth. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I, I don't know how old Marty Skrull is, but they know. I just felt like they just needed they needed somebody and someone different. And yeah. something like they just needed a change. Well, not somebody who's delirious, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, no, Osprey, uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, El Phantasma is also in that Supercard of Honor show, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I think uh, Jay White, wasn't he announced as well? Yeah. So, so the people are getting... New I, Japan. And, and I feel, <laughs> New and Japan is announced. And I honestly just feel like that's this has uh, Marty School written all over it. The you end. know, he is, he is so, somehow sort of a bridge... Between ROH and New Japan because that that relationship have you know since that MSG card show, Ugh. like you could tell like the relationship was kind of just splintered at this they point. All I looked think, like geeks, and now I think Marty Skrull is like sort of just quelling the quelling the relationship between those two. And I all think right. he's this is what we're doing. Yeah, we're gonna make a match with you and you over here, and that's pretty good, right? That accent. I mean, uh, that's every British wrestler uh, now you, at this you point. Know, uh, Nick Aldis, are you do? I might. Are you doing? He's yep. he's English, right? Yeah. All right. He talks like he's a little bit more. I, are you doing? I've lost. I've I've lost track of who you're doing now. Anyway. Anyways, uh, what was another British wrestler? 
<sighs> Tyler Bate. He's like, yeah, I'm Tyler Bate. And Hello, then, I'm Tyler Bate. And then you got, uh, you got, yeah. And so, Trent Seven, he'd be like, yeah, uh, all right. I'm Trent Seven, how you doing? And you got Mark Andrews, he's like, yeah. Hi, I'm guys, how you this, doing? This. I'm Mark Andrews. And you got Flash Morgan Webster, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I'm Austin Powers. Like, and Moth, we trust. Uh, you ever seen that movie with the guy who sold the acid, but the acid melted in his pants? <laughs> and he's like, took what 16. What movie is this? He's, it's called SLC Punk. Okay. It was just one look up in an ass and melt in his pants and he went home. And that's he funny. Tried to kill his mom. Oh, that's not funny. Well, it was a, it was a funny movie. A, I'm sure it is. It was, it was a dark comedic genius. Of a movie. Let's move on to uh, one controversial uh, movie which or statement which about that movie. I don't know. Whenever. Speaking of controversy. Tessa Blanchard. Yes, talk of the dun, town. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, no, but you know, she won the, she did win the Impact World Heavyweight title. Yeah, the first, she's their champion. The first lady to win a major promotions title. Um, That's, that means something, even it though. It does. But on the, before that event even happened. Uh, last week, uh, you know, like we said, we didn't have a show last week, as we said 20 times. Uh, but Tessa Blanchard tweeted, hey, women, try supporting one another. And boy, cool, and cool, cool yep. things happen. Sorry, the tweet wasn't over. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and then she was accused of other right uh, of by other wrestlers of bullying. She has she, she wasn't being a star. Yes, Tessa Blanchard. I mean, she does in fact have a reputation even within this very podcast. Remember, we tried to get a bumper off of her, and then she said, "Fuck you." Well, she didn't say "fuck you." She said, "Sorry, I don't do that." Which, hey, fair game. You know what? At least you tried. You got it. It's fine. Joey Ryan doesn't either, but I respect him because he just lies to me and says, "Oh, maybe ask me later." Yep. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, at least Joey Ryan didn't get, get no, no, caught. No, no, no. At least Joey Ryan didn't get caught in the crossfire of this Well, okay. Thing. So what after this, uh, a bunch of wrestlers came out. Um, Sienna. Um, some other wrestlers, too. Uh, but accused her of bullying a wrestler named La Rosa Negra. Where uh, in, which accused her of using the N-word. In Japan, mm-hmm. of all places, in 2017. And then you hear other accusations of bullying from Isla Dawn, uh Chelsea Green. She doesn't wear it. What, what is she about white witch? What is white about her? If that's You're still Tessa, on this. You're if still that's on what this. Tessa said. This is still going on. Tessa this on is still that. a bit. This is still thing. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Nobody has ever like, she's on NXT UK. She might as well not is she, be wrestling. Is she? Is anybody really in NXT UK? <laughs> Apparently they had a good show last week. I don't know. Yeah, that's the Tyler Bate Jordan Devlin match. Yeah. I swear, this is like the fourth time I see a Jordan Devlin match and say, "Man, this is fucking great." Maybe Jordan Devlin is fucking great. Yeah, he's a nice guy too. Yeah, friend of the show. Does a bumper like all the all good wrestlers? Because he had nobody in his line. Yeah, he's like, "All right, hey mate, you know I'm Irish. How you doing? You know, you do a bumper for us, you're automatically a good wrestler. Shanti Blackheart, hey, good wrestler. We have a lot of friends in the wrestling business. What can we yeah. say? Yeah. Should I just tweet them now and just be like, so what, how's it going? Yeah. So what, WYD, what you doing? Uh, but anyways, back to Tessa Blanchard. Uh, the more serious. That's time. really just all there is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, she was, she, uh, she has quite, she's had quite a reputation throughout the she's years. Never been signed by WWE, as you said earlier. Yeah. Never been signed by WWE due to attitude reasons, not attitude era reasons, just because yeah. she has a reputation. She had too much ruthless aggression. Yep. Uh, you know, she's the daughter of Tolly Blanchard. I always thought she would have went to like AEW or something. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a reason why she's not at AEW. It's you know. just because isn't of the she attitude. A, isn't she a friend of Cody Rhodes? I, I don't know. And yes. That's what I Everybody, always thought. Dude, all wrestlers are friends with everybody. Oh, that's cute. Well. Like to an extent and and some 
you're you're either just I feel like you're just either friends or you're not friends. Well, there's no in between. Uh, Maybe there is. I don't know. Yeah. We're not there. Sometimes there's We're real life there. heat. Yes, shoot heat. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, which. But she won the title. Hard she won the title, so you know that it. Re- I guess her. that's that's more or less the what the com- what how the company sees this. Did you see controversy? The match at all? No, I didn't. I, didn't see I heard it was really good. Oh, um, but that's. But, but apparently, it's just not enough of a controversy for you know for Dude. Impact to just you know change course. Which no. I well, it was a Scott Demore is their yeah, Ed Booker. They, so I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. She did do a post-match speech saying... Scott you know, the, guy, the guy who got fired from NXT, right? Uh, Yeah, probably. For, like, bullying issues? No, that's uh, that's Bill DeMont. Oh, fuck. Okay, Scott yeah. DeMont. I'm sorry for saying that then. Yeah. Um, she did do a, she did do a post-match speech saying, we're not perfect, you know, whatever. It kind of did downplay whatever, like, all the stuff that she was accused of. And then there was crowds saying, you deserve it. And there was a good amount of people in that crowd saying, no, you don't. So... Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's. I honestly feel like this is just something that'll just pass by. Well, it's it's people saying things they shouldn't have said. What are you talking? About? What do you mean? Tessa Blanchard. This this is uh, this is apparent. A lot of people have come out, and even the wrestler came out, and La Negra came out and said, "This is what happened." Yeah, I I just don't think, and I think. I just don't think uh, what the Tessa's stance on this, on you know, all on all these accusations, wasn't the wasn't the wasn't the best move. I think she, honestly, I feel I felt like she should have apologized. Um, she should have just, she should have just like she should have just straight up just like, hey, all this stuff happened. Because there's too many people, there's too many accusers, right? Yeah. Like why, why, like why deny all of this? Sienna said something. Yeah. So just uh, she should have apologized. She should have just said like, hey, you know, we were. I was. If she really wanted to just save face and say, hey, that yes, that was me. I've since grown as a person, uh, and all this stuff. Instead of just straight up denying and all like, oh, these people are just trying to get out to get me because that's just not a good look at all for her. Yeah. No, it is. But she is uh, she's world champion. And um, did you hear about uh, did you hear about uh, Impact uh, losing their uh, their Twitch partnership? I heard something about that because uh, RVD because because R- there something. was a there because RVD was essentially just doing this scene involving two women who were bed. who were very scantily clad, and apparently that was enough for them to get banned on Twitch. Well, which is a very huge, which is not. Which is not, you know, the smallest outlet for them. They're, for uh, for Impact fucking we're going to access. Ah, that's yeah. Scott Demore. Yeah, um, that's but, funny. You know, it, yeah. It's the most TNA. It's the most impact thing possible. Yeah, imaginable. What, uh, like this happened the same day AEW got their fucking extension. I'm like, yep, this is the state of wrestling right you now. You know, RVD was like, cool, bro. I got banned from what? Twitch. What happened? That's yeah. awesome. I kind of like his uh, his, his Val Venus gimmick. His uh, apparently Val Venus is uh, free for dates soon. We want to book him for the show. It's like forty bucks. I'm good. Okay. Apparently, he does like pot conventions, like pot parties. Uh, yeah, sure. We hire him for a pot party. That'd be fun. And then uh, I'll get back to you on that. Oh, all right. Uh, let's move on to. Uh, I, oh, that's about it for the news. Triple H. He said something really yeah. bad. He said some shitty joke, and then he apologized <laughs> for it. Uh, what did he say, Michael? I forget. Well, he said he was. No, like, he said, uh, uh, like, Paige doesn't have children she doesn't know of. 
Well, he was talking about uh, people being out of the business and people being hurt due to injury. And he, he doesn't make the call for when they come back. You know, like Daniel Bryan, you know, uh, we never expected him to you know, yeah. come back. And- I, you know, just to be clear, I shouldn't we we really shouldn't be downplaying this because it was actually like a really tasteless joke I mean, that Paul Levesque said. It was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb. And he apologized. He, and he has since apologized. He made a statement on Twitter saying he apologized to Paige and uh, he apologized to anybody he's offended and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a story. I, there was a story in Total Divas where there. Did you, did you know about this? Where Paige, she was in fact like pregnant at one time when she was very young and she had a miscarriage, Aww. and to a point where she probably can't have kids. Oh, that sucks. So that also takes it into an even darker like <laughs> a darker take on that yeah. entire spiel. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Paige, she is uh, she's leading quite a life, you know. Like she, it's just. You know, the stuff that that woman has been through, you know, like yeah. the, the that Lillian Garcia podcast where she had like, con, you know, contemplated suicide out of that whole entire fallout. She'd had like a really bad relationship with uh, with one Alberto Del Patron where she, you know, got into a drug addiction. Well, not addiction, but oh, she, she got into a fight at the airport. Yeah. Remember that? It's uh, a she lot was, of. She was at impact with a mask on. <laughs> that's that's real funny. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All under WWE contract. Anyways. So, um, yeah. Paige, she's she's way tougher than me in sort of in this sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, she's been through a lot. She's a tough person. She's no. very tough. She's got come from a tough bloodline. We've heard stories. Yeah, it's a uh, if you and if you want to see that story, go get fighting with my family on Blu-ray and digital everywhere. I heard I the story about Vince Vaughn training her. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways. That is my one turn off from that. Movie. I haven't seen Fighting. I heard good things about that movie, like in regards to the writing. All right, but then like it, it is fun. it or it sort of does. It, it sort of does. Page? No, it sort of just comes off as like kind of a fluff piece for WWE developmental. It doesn't really have that. Vince Vaughn's super Republican, right? Because he's, he's like he's sick. a libertarian. Um, but he was uh, he did approach Donald Trump in that LSU game where he shook hands and says, "I don't know what the fuck he said to him, but not a good look." He said, but then that's Sonic Freemasonry. Yeah, yeah. a lot of news. A lot we of spent news. A lot of time on that. Do, 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 How much time do, do, do. did we spend on uh, that? Actually, ninety-six minutes. We didn't record. Oh shit! Anyways, <laughs> let's continue. Uh, AEW Dynamite. All right, All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. Bash at the beach at the Wetsco Center. I think I'm saying that right. Miami, Florida, uh, dated Dan- January fifteenth, two thousand and twenty. We get the graphic mentioning the passing of Rocky Johnson, as we mentioned earlier. Rest in peace. And then right off the bat, we see Justin Roberts dressed up in his finest Miami PD well, detective they, garb, they also, tracking down the ice truck killer. They also mentioned, uh, was it Pompero? Uh, Lepar- we didn't mention Leparca. Leparca oh, yes. Leparca, yes. Triple A's. Um, uh, not, WC- not the one that participated in WCW. Not in the, the one we all remember. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but if you're an American teenager growing up in the 90s, you, you, know, you knew the chairman, yeah. uh, chairman of WCW. Yes, uh, uh, but they they mentioned all of them, and they you know we give our condolences to everybody. Isn't that kind of insane though? The amount of people who just passed away. Like I, granted the uh, Rocky Johnson and uh, who else? La Parca was that Pampero? Yeah, I don't really know who Pampero, but he's a big he's big yeah. time staple in the old yeah. the old school scene. Anyway, yeah, Justin Roberts, uh, we Fatal Four Way tag match coming up right now. You know, they it's just one of those things that Dynamite just does where they just forego the entrances and they just they're just all in the ring. Like, oh my god, oh jeez, hey, sit down. What do you what do you think? Like, get the nachos out of the microwave. I Let's think, go. I think it's a necess- necess- necessity considering the amount of time they got to work with. But I do think I do kind of miss. 
I kind of like it better when there is an actual intro and entrances, but you know, what are you going to do? I think they're doing the, uh, was it the hard open, the fast? Yeah. Too I'm much not, lately. Again, yeah, I'm not too much kinda of a fan of it, but I but I get why they have to. There's a, that's a lot of entrances to cover. Yeah. <laughs> well, four. Or just do like a, a short, like, you know, break the but then, dynamite. But I feel like, yeah. No, I like that. I want, I just want a video intro, but I guess they just didn't have enough time for that. But nonetheless, Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega. And Hangman Adam Page versus Proud and Powerful Santana Ortiz versus Best Friends Trent and Chucky T with Orange Cassidy. Winners face SCU for the Tag Team SCU. Champion. At, winners face SCU for the Tag Team Championships uh, next week at the Rock and Rager because, you know, wrestling. Trent, Trent and Nick trade shoulders. Trent getting the better of the tackles. Fast action stalemate from both men. Chuck and Hangman face off and do something. Uh, Matt and Omega get tagged in, but Santana Ortiz interrupt the face off. Everything's happening. I te- can't take notes on this. That's Shit goes this really one. fast. Uh, Kenny loses focus a bit due to him doing tandem offense alongside the Bucks to Paige's dismay, telling the story of Paige taking this match more seriously than Omega. Triple Northern Lights suplex, suplex by Matt to Trent, but Trent responds with a swinging DDT. Chuck Taylor throws Ortiz outside and Ortiz does the most hilarious pratfall imaginable like seriously you have to go back and see it like if there wasn't a, a gif made of it already I haven't seen it yet I'll probably make it Santana and Ortiz work on Matt Jackson then they both do tope, uh, tope con hilo on everybody Santana does the three amigos so I guess they're not heels uh, Ortiz does the Eddie strut for good measure stutter off the top rope by Matt to Santana hot tag to Omega and not Paige furthering to the story of dissension Snapdragon suplex to Trent. You can't escape from Omega. Page follows it up with a standing shooting star and an Uehara moonsault. You can't escape. Uh, yeah. Terminator to- Tope from Omega is stopped by Ortiz. Then a bunch of other shit happens. Uh, Trent super- superplexes a buck into the pile. CM Punk is <laughs> is scowling off in the distance. CM Buck. Yep. Uh, Busaiku knee from Trent to Omega. Everyone tries to suplex each other and suplex everyone at the same time. And then Orange Cassidy enters the ring to an enormous reaction and becomes the difference maker for whatever side the best friend. See, I thought this could have been a time where they could have showed off the orange juice. The freshly. Oh, yeah, because it's in Miami. Well, no, this is like because nobody knows what orange. Like everyone just thinks he's lazy. But no, he's supposed to be like an orange that was squeezed out of all this juice. He doesn't have the energy. So when he drinks orange juice, he's pumped up again. I think I think they're saving that. Uh, Maybe. Maybe that was just GCW. Yeah, probably. Uh, He kips up with his hands on his pockets and gets a hug from Chucky and Trent with a wide angle to, you know, to an enormous reaction because he's hey. orange, because he's Orange Cassidy. Like honestly, that guy gets the biggest reaction through, like every week. Put the world title on him already. Uh, let's not get let's not get too let's not get too hasty here. A strong zero to Omega, but it's stopped by Matt or Nick. I forgot because everything happens again. Meaning shit, I don't want or can't take notes on. Seriously, yeah. super kick party inbound. Trent prevents a melter driver. Page forces a tag on Matt. Buckshot and V trigger combination, and they pin Chuck for the pin and win. And a date with SCU for the tag titles. Like seriously, like fantastic hot action from everyone involved. Uh, I this was simply AEW's bread and butter tag team. Get my shit in goodness that yeah. you always want out of a an opening mm-hmm. of a dynamite. And uh, yeah, what do you think of the match? I mean, it, like you said, it was back and forth. It was super fast. It was uh, like Baron Corbin said a lot of spots. But, dive, you know, dive, that's dive. that's like, a young bucks. Look, thing. I'm never look like you like what you like. Uh, and what you want out of wrestling, uh, but you seriously can't deny the fact that everybody in the building fucking loved no, this. No, no, it was it was great. It was exciting. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, ah, whoa, what? <laughs> like Baron Corbin's gonna have. I mean, I feel like Baron Corbin and hey, a lot and a good amount of other people. Why is there a headlock? You know who? No, who are like it's a very. Uh, 
a lot of people are probably going to give like Baron Corbin a lot of shit for it, and oh, yeah. and granted, oh, yeah. like he was he's very malicious in his you know critique of it, but I definitely do understand why like you know people want psychology out of their match, even though you got the most old fashioned of the old fashioned of J- Jr. loving what he sees and Tony Schiavone, you know just it it gets over, and if it gets over, you. You do your best you to keep, capitalize keep, on that. You keep over in it, and uh, you know, see, like I thought this match was, re- I thought the match was really great. It's like I said before, it's AEW's bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, Post match, you got the Bucks mad because Paige got the tag and win. I think the Bucks come off as sore losers, to be honest. Like, like Paige, Paige did what he had to do to win that match and went for the tag when he could. Yeah. Like, but then you could see, like, come on, Paige, come on, Paige, like. What do you? I I don't know. Bucks kind of just came off his heels on Paige that one. Paige wants a drink. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not too hot on that whole alcoholic angle for Paige. It's not alcoholic. It's just yes, he is. No, they are straight up doing the Scott Hall WCW. No, because he's not drunk during a match. There hasn't been a part of a match where he's I'm like, willing to bet next week he is going to be drunk in that because they're going to a cruise. I'm, how much do you want to bet Paige comes out as a like drunk for this match for that match against SC with, for with the tag a white title? shirt on? Yeah, yeah, maybe like. I don't know. It just kind of comes off as a bit insensitive when you're dealing with something as serious as alcoholism. Yeah, um, I guess. Like, I think enough was done in this match Fuck alone. That. Take it to the next level. I want to see him shooting up heroin. Uh, like, like, I, like, heroin like I think enough was him. done in this match alone to get over the fact that Paige has been feeling slighted as, like, the weakest member of the elite. Yeah. And this whole drinking thing I just kind of just comes off as overkill. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. picture in picture, we have Diamond Dallas Page straight up just doing DDP yoga, which oh, I love this. Probably no, and it like and it just and it just he they the camera just stays on him. So in just picture in picture, like DDP just doing his poses. Oh, I loved it because uh, for because I, I watch other means, but I had the version that was uh, I could hear everything going on. Oh, so fi- you have the fight TV? Yeah, 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 yeah. So VPN. It was, it was like <sighs> oh. <sighs> 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 bang. Like, Does he oh, say bang? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Uh, yeah. We have the commentary team of JR, Tony, and Excalibur dressed up in their finest Hawaiian shirt garb, like I said earlier, with uh, Justin Roberts. Uh, except JR, he just has a polo. Like, well, on, this is what I wear to the beach. I'm sure he, I'm sure, yeah, JR, I'm sure, JR, I'm sure. <laughs> do what you want to do. Center stage ascends to the heavens and comes out God himself, oh. Cody. Wrestling is in his life. Cody is out dressed in his best Sonny Crockett cosplay because Miami. He says Arn was right that the audience wants the match. He asks producer Keith Mitchell to bring up the graphic going over the three stipulations in order for Cody to face MJF. And there was this awkward silence. Like, I thought Cody was just going to say the words out loud, but I guess no. He just like you just read it, and there was an awkward sound to it. I thought it was weird. Cody thinks that Wardlow shouldn't carry MJF's bags, but perhaps MJF should be carrying his. Oh, maybe he's uh, he's teasing a dissension between the two men. There's a lot of dissension. I wonder teased. if uh, if he'll have another big man in his corner to take out Wardlow when need be. Yeah, Brian Cage. <laughs> I think that's what you're hinting yeah, at. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, they do this pan shot of a of this woman in a bikini sitting down as the step like as the step graphics are just going yeah she was part of the stage yeah i thought that was weird yeah i mean it it's just one of those things where like a little bit they they wanted to have this 90s aesthetic yeah they wanted to have this 90s aesthetic and this is just one of the things that should have just stayed in the 90s i think they should add a dude one on the other side they got i remember they did that one time where they had like like bikini models but then they also just for good measure they added added dudes too 
I forget what this was. Well, I want them in Speedos is what I'm saying. Yeah. To even it out. A little looking for the latest. You know, quality. Yeah, some quality dong action. Yeah. Uh, Cody says MJF is stalling and references the Rosie O'Donnell show. Says old guys call MJF an old school heel. He said a he said a term that normally he's oh, never said. He broke the third wall or the fourth wall or the sixth yeah. or the seventh. How you doing, Cole Cabana? Calls MJF lazy with his less with his less is more tactic. Cody accepts all the stipulations. Yes, even the lashes. He says MJF is merely a chapter and that he'll give MJF his own damn scar. I thought the promo was okay. He got his points across, uh, but I thought Arn could have added something more to this. Like he was sort of teetering onto burying MJF a little bit, but I get it. Just like I just thought he he should have reined it in more, take him more seriously, and that's where I thought. Now Arn, listen, Coda, and then and that's where I thought Arn could have uh, done for this is what they should have done with Arn, the coach. Yeah. Anyways, what'd you think? Uh, no, he's really good on the mic, Cody. I mean, that's, you know, acting classes. That's what acting class is for, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I mean, uh, what can I say about it? You know, he, he, what he talked about, you know, dissension, um, you know, talking uh, about people going after everybody else, trying to get the next top spot. Yeah. Cody like, versus Wardlow in a cage match in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. How long do you think? Listen, baby, we're going to Atlanta, baby. Yep. Thanks, Dustin. <laughs> I'm gonna think it's gonna last a long time. That match, maybe somebody's gonna come out and help him, like maybe his 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 uncle on. Uncle on save my son Cody. Joey Janela promo. He runs down the Penelope Ooh, Ford. He runs down the Penelope Penelope Ford nut angle. You know where she hits him in the nuts. Says that she's only getting over by association. Compares the nut shot to his AEW record. Calls himself the backbone of AEW, and he's goddamn wrestling Phoenix next week. What happened to Jimmy Havoc? Well, yeah, what did happen to Jimmy Havoc? What happened to a lot of people, honestly? I think, they again, two hours, maybe this hour will help out yeah, some yeah, people who yeah. don't normally get that spotlight. Yeah. yeah. Brandy Rhodes and Mel with Japanese deathmatch legend Luther versus Hikaru oh. Shida and Chris Statlander. Match was originally going to have Awesome Kong, but was not cleared to compete due to illness. Brandy replaces her, and uh, yeah, what can you do? Before Sheena enters the ring, Luther blocks her as Chris is beat down by both women, running knee strike by elevated by the chair from Sheeta to Mel, building heat on Sheeta. Things are just straight up happening. Uh, pretty big commercial break in the middle of this match. Not complaining. Uh, the crowd is just super dead. Mel Brandy just, was like, perfect spot. Just put it in my match. It's fine. Mel is just doing nothing but rest holds. Like, it's it's just so nothing. That, like, they have to... It's so nothing that the fact that they have to recap the part where Sheeta hits Luther with the Mel, kendo stick at the beginning of the Mel. segment, because there's just no end to this. Mel, 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 Mel. Yep. Statlander does her cradle pile driver to Mel, and the match is over. Like, this... This was a tough match. I to like go. Chris Statlander too. She's she's really uh, growing on me. Yeah, she's got a good Some look. Might... She's a good wrestler. Her and Akara Shida, they're yeah. They this this match. Uh, this was a tough match to go through, but it was also a tough task for the women involved. Also, like it wasn't as bad as the title match last week, which I think is a prime candidate for worst match of the year so far. Right, and I hope it is because like if if you because you know I hope that's as bad as it will ever be. <sighs> And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this Nightmare Collective. It's been, it's been. Well, they've the been one, doing this for weeks. The one thing now. I didn't like is that last week they teased the whole Sunny Kiss angle with Sunny Kiss kind of. I think that was. Just, I think they just. They well, just needed bodies. But then why do they have Luther out there? If I don't know, have Luther and Sunny Kiss have a match. Have Luther try to get involved, and Sunny Kiss comes out. You know, it gives them both something to do. 
Yeah. It, it you know. No, I agree. I think Sunny Kiss should be a lot should be displayed a lot more. Um well, you know, that and you know, Luther needs to have a match, needs to go against somebody even Do you think so? Like I don't know how old Luther is. Can can he still go? Like call them obviously. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Dark Order video. Uh, they go through members of the roster who they're looking for, uh, as presented by that dude in a suit, who's pretty good. Uh, they who's go not over, Evil Uno. Yep. They go for Michael Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, Hangman Adam Page. You have Dr. Claw himself asking for Omega and all, the st- and all that stuff. So, so apparently due to easy access of sound editing software, uh, people have already reverse engineered the voice, and it's straight up Raven. Oh, it is. Um, this could be a swerve, and I hope. And I like, and I hope it is. Like, I hope they just keep bringing out whoever they no, can find to do the voice. Raven. What about Raven? Well, the thing is, like, it could it could be a swerve. Like, they could just add a bunch of like other like wrestling legends to this voice until oh, like every week it's until eventually it actually becomes Matt Hardy, God willing. Uh, this was actually kind of cool. Like, it framed Dark Order in a more sophisticated manner as this underbelly criminal organization. Like, well, they're trying like, to get um, Omega through ways of Nakazawa. Yeah, and they're trying to get. Uh, they're trying to get Brandon Cutler by ways of Young no, Bucks. Other way around. They're, they're trying to get, get Young Bucks. Bucks by get it through Brandon, Brandon Cutler, Cutler. And yeah. they're trying to get... They're just trying to get Hangman Adam Page. Yes. Yeah. You know. They're trying yeah. to get all of the... Elite. I don't know. This, this I think, is a better direction for the Dark Order instead of just like this knockoff Scientology kind of thing. Like now they're just become Hydra. It's like this like criminal underbelly. I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to see where they go with this. Also... I want to see Matt Hardy be the the leader. Um, he probably will be. Raven tweeted one hour ago. Uh, it's red, not me. <laughs> it's not me. Redneck tiger hot tub. And there's a picture of a tiger in a redneck hot tub. Well, he's not a liar. Anyways, let's move on. Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. Moxley enters with the four GT stolen from Jericho last week, but he has no music for some reason. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. Tope from Sammy, running knee strike from Moxley, double knee straight to the apron by Sammy. Moxley does his old 2013 finishing move where he does that sort of DDT thing. You know what I'm talking about? Dirty Deeds? Not Dirty Deeds, where he just grabs, he just, he it's a, like a full, what do you call it? Like a headlock, and then he just slams you to the ground from that headlock. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spanish Fly from Sammy, Feast Your Eyes, from, uh, uh, followed, followed by a Feast Your Eyes for a near fall, giving a lot to Sammy. Sammy does a moonsault, but is caught with a rear naked choke for the submission victory. This match was pretty good. Uh, short, but but like I said earlier, got over MMA Moxley, which is something I'm interested in. Well, uh, Sammy Guevara, or Guevara, kidding. Uh, he uh, he was really good in this because he came out furious as he should be. You know, he, he's so like, hey, he's like, this is the biggest mistake that John Moxley's ever done. He, yeah, not joining like, the inner circle. He thinks he's really gonna take out Moxley, and that's great. I love that. It's not like some like Drake <laughs> Maverick. Like <laughs> okay. he's taking it seriously. He's not somebody leaving the ring. Like okay, hold on. Like let's you know. Yeah. He really thinks he's gonna beat John Moxley. And like I, the booking of this was actually pretty good because it got over like Sammy Guevara. Like if he. If he actually, you know, with a he, had he been a bit more seasoned, had a bit more seasoned in the ring, he could have actually had a shot against Moxley. But then his, uh, his, uh, his cockiness, his, uh, you know, he got caught. You know, he yeah. didn't have he didn't have the right instincts to, uh, to overcome that uh, rear naked Apparently choke. Super Showdowns advertising the Fiend versus Kane. Okay, good. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. Jericho's music plays, but the lights go out, and we see Santana, Ortiz, Hager, Jericho all beat up Moxley. Sammy joins in on this. 
Uh, Jericho then whips Moxley with the title belt, stealing MJF's heat when he lashes Cody. I thought that was weird. Uh, Jericho removes a spike off his jacket and quickly jabs at Moxley's eye. Aubrey enters the ring and tries to stop the whole thing to huge Aubrey chance. Like you had uh, Bryce Remsburg enter the ring. He couldn't. He couldn't like go beyond like they they stand off against uh, Bryce Remsburg. And then you see Aubrey enter the ring and she just like he just like, straight- fuck. Sorry. Like she just straight up just like you know has none of inner circle's shit and every, and then like everybody just starts chanting Aubrey. I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Yeah, uh, Jericho promo with Jen Decker backstage. He t- he says it's Moxley's fault. Tells him to keep an eye out because he's only got one. And he pimps the Jurassic Express match next week in his cruise. MJF, uh, what'd you think of it? What what? Just the Jericho, just everything. Oh that um. <sighs> Jericho, I mean, the whole thing, it was, it was cool. He jabbed him in the eye with Spike. Um, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. All right. MJF, Butcher, and Blade with Bunny versus QT Marshall, Dustin, and Diamond Dallas Page. QT Marshall's gimmick is an apple. I, uh, he's I, from like the Big him? Apple. He eats an apple. He is an apple. He, he is an apple. He's a cutie. How do you like that? He should have little tangerines. Cool. Like, like cuties. MJF straight up wearing I banged DDP's daughter tank top. Hey, now. which hey, zinger. Yeah, DDP. And uh, I took note here. DDP has the same physique as he did 20 years ago. Kind of. Uh, he freaking he also ha- right down to him taping up his ribs. Yeah, because like because I guess he's just trying. He just goes for that look. QT gets his eye poked by MJF and has heat built on him. Tax to Dustin does the upstairs slap and atomic drop. MJF hits Dustin with the dynamite diamond as Aubrey is distracted. Allie does the gold dust ta- taunt and Wardlow kicks him in the head in the head. Dustin gets heat built on him. MJF gets his nuts met with Dustin's shin. Hot tag to DDP. DDP lariats everyone pounds MJF's head. Uh, on the corner 10 times with the 10th having MJF selling like crazy like he does this backflip bump which I thought looked hilarious destroyer to MJF followed with a diamond cutter Dustin is stopped from pinning him a QT special which is pretty much the Sasuke special DD and it again looks terrible as always but I love him for it DDP dives to everyone is caught safely and in the middle of that replay MJF rolls up QT Marshall for the pin and victory for Butcher Blade and MJF and I like Butcher and the Blade and the bunny. Yeah, no, they're super workers. There, yeah. Especially uh, the like when uh they come to the ring and he uh he does his lunges in the ring. Yeah. The butcher. He's yeah. such a big guy doing the lunges. I just I picture him and the bunny because they're married, aren't they? Uh they have sex. They have sex. I think probably. they have sex. Yeah, sure. Uh this was the greatest a- I thought this was the greatest advertisement for DDP yoga imaginable. Uh I thought with limited time he spent on the ring, uh DDP didn't embarrass himself. I'm not calling him Will Osprey. That belongs to QT Marshall. But he was I thought he was genuinely entertaining. Yeah. Like this I thought like DDP just it was it, it was an impressive feat to go as go as well as he did. And um yeah, it was a good match. I like QT Marshall. I keep waiting for him to turn, but Yeah, I think he's like He's uh he's definitely what they say a good hand. You know, I don't think he's going to be a star or anything. He's not going to be like the face of a division, but he is somebody that I think you're guaranteed a, an all right match with. Yeah, definitely. Which you kind of need those in wrestling. You can't you can't have oh, no, you world can't champion have, material. You right can't there. all all of them can't be bangers, but they can definitely just, you know, just be good and sometimes that's enough. Jen Decker with the SCU. Uh, before we even get an interview, Adam Page drunkenly stumbles all over them. <laughs> He's yeah. not drunk. He just has a drink in his hand. All right, man. Omega apologize, apologizes and wants a fair match, and they shake hands. I think this match will probably be all right next week. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Is Pol- it on a boat? Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, ma- 
I'm I'm assuming that's not live. No, I, I don't think, think so. Yeah, they unless can't it's, be. unless it's docked, it could be docked. I let's hope. I mean, I kind of hope it is docked. No, just straight up. I like that. I like that look of like the city in the background. Behind yeah, it doesn't the boat. need to like it. Maybe they want to. Maybe they want like certain shots of the. They can just have B roll footage of that. Like of that whoever from AEW listens to the show. Yeah. dock it. Yeah, they got that money. Yeah, you, you know, you know, docking. Just search up docking. I'm not going to because that <laughs> sounds weird. Anyway, main event time: Pack versus Darby Allen. These guys just go so fucking fast. Pack does a backbreaker that made Allen spin like a damn jet engine. Suicide on Pack right next to some slobs fucking popcorn. No respect uh, for the Watsko Center at all. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. Huh. Pack just plants Allen into the steel steps. He then does a power bomb on the steel steps and Ooh. focuses on the back. Oh. Allen does a crucifix uh, bomb from Brett's rope, followed by a coffin drop to the floor to set up the comeback. Stoner and, co- and a code red from Allen to a two count baseball slide from Allen, countered by Pack using the ring skirt to stop him and kicks him in the back. Clothesline from Pack that Tony just simply loved looking at, and I don't blame him. Yeah. Uh, these guys trade pinfall attempts, Liger style high stack power bomb from Pack to two count, Black Arrow to the back, pin and win for Pack. He then faces John Moxley for a number one contenders match for the AEW title next week. Uh, this was a really good match. See, uh, this is what I just don't understand. I thought Moxley was the number one contender. No, for the like was this I mean it was why, just no. Why a few weeks ago was Jericho like? Just, why no, does he care Moxley, about Moxley was just straight up just saying I want the AEW title. You know, he's just like everybody but else. He was just like says, the number one contender. He I don't think he was. One. I don't mm-hmm. think there was a match that set up that. No, like, I'd remember. I thought this. that like the the person that has the most wins is the automatic number one contender. Is like if when you're number one in the ranks, you could just. But be I like, think I get a title shot. I haven't seen the rankings yet, but I'm assuming those four involved were the top four. Yeah, and then they were just sort of just you know. Facing each other yeah. for it. Nonetheless, he faces John Moxley for the number one contenders match for the AEW title next week. And I thought a match was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I wouldn't go as far as the same phenomenal, but these were just two dudes that were just just super workers, just having just yeah. having a go. Yeah. You know? It, like I said before, uh, I was saying earlier today, you know, I, I thought Moxley was already the number one contender. But okay, I guess, I guess I'm not. Wrong. This is just a mini tournament, and cool. I no, guess it's they cool. just it's a cool. You know, I'm tournament. all about I'm I'm all about mini tournaments, even though it's just it's the miniest of the mini I, tournaments. I feel like AEW is waiting for the new year because they were like, "Fuck, we kind of fucked up with, with some of this booking, didn't we?" They're like, yeah. Okay, reset everything, and okay, cool. I mean, I mean, like records reset all the time, you know, with sport like with sports. Yeah, general, yeah, 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 You know, it's, you can't really yeah. you can't really fault them for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, may uh. Pack versus Moxley should be a banger. Yeah. Uh, uh, didn't Pack got on the mic? Yeah, post-match, we got Tony looking very uneasy towards Pack. Oh. Pack assumes Moxley is not cleared to compete, so he wins by forfeit. I win. Moxley, uh. he cannot compete tonight because he got messed up, and now that means I am the number one contender. But that's not true. We then see Moxley with his eye covered, looking like uh, looking like the ending of 300, uh, saying he doesn't care if he has one eye. He sees Pack next week, and he sees Pack next week. Uh, well, I thought he looked like more like a uh, snake from uh, Metal Gear. That's what everybody says. Metal Gear. But, but he, I think he looks like the dude snake from 300. Snake Plissken from Escape from New York, or the ever so popular sequel Escape from L.A. Oh, man. What a ridiculous movie that was. I Escape. love that movie. I saw a movie. Escape from L.A. is a very ridiculous movie. I was like, this movie's so fucking awesome. I want to be Snake Plissken. Yeah, with all that black leather. Yeah. Uh-huh. Set, you know, hold back the world in 500 years. 
spoiler alert for a fucking 20 year old movie is that 20 years old yeah 97 yeah oh, more than more than 20 anyway i th- a fairly strong episode for dynamite uh we had great matches in the opening tag uh alan pack like i said it was great short but sweet moxa guevara match that raises guevara stock as each week goes by i think he's out of all the young talents him and darby i think guevara and darby allen are two of, of the most promising that and jungle boy dobby dobby allen he's uh he's well he's well over he's so over yep. the only thing about the show last night was that the fans like they were just kind of dead at some point yeah because i thought i thought nightmare collective killed that crowd i no, i think at other points they were just like even the even during the mjf match they I'd died because i think it was right after that in the dark order it's a really it's pretty strategic when you think about it that nightmare collective and dark order are in the same quarter hour yeah. They kind of just contain those two those two things, what and if, I think and I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit. I mean, I but then they, but then the quarter, but they actually gain. Brandy has always said we actually gain viewers when I'm on screen. What if it's Cody? Oh, great! No, no, no think about because he's the one person that they, that they haven't mentioned in those those promos. They haven't been like, let's get Cody aboard. Yeah, let's further complicate this entire storyline. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Brandy and the Nightmare Collective, they, like, they continue to be the worst parts of these shows. But like, Nightmare. Mel, as a performer, like, just didn't get it done as the lead heel. It was a gigantic ask for Sheeta and Stantlander, and Brandy is just Brandy. Like, there's a reason she was a mouthpiece dark in, this, Collective. in this freaking group. And I just... Yeah, I'm just overall just super ne- like it is the one true negative that I can think of when like that's the one thing I can point at for AEW to say, hey, guys, readjust, just do something about this because you it's not over. Redesign, rebuild, reclaim. Yes, we're like it's not getting over. The crowd's always dead when you guys are involved. No matter what you try, it's been weeks. It's it's been weeks, and they just. I just feel like they're just like out of all the things out of all the things AEW like they they always tout themselves as like you know we listen to the fans we listen to the fans this has been the thing they've been a lot was, more was they've Serena, been a lot more stubborn about yeah. was Serena Deeb ever over in the straight edge society I mean I don't think so I, so I, was, why, I wasn't really watching at the time so but but why like try that again that's like all like I know they didn't try it but it I think that I mean the reason why straight edge society worked was because of punk yeah you know yeah. like you. And he, his sobriety, he got, he, and his sobriety, and he he got that he got that over. It's just that it's just not working, and I don't think, and I don't know what you do. I can't. You can't just straight up just abandon. I mean, you could just abandon ship, and people were just I not don't gonna know what to do. Yeah, all I know is Nightmare Collective sucks. Yeah. That's it. Anyways, that's that's dynamite. Fairly strong episode, but you know the negatives stay continued. Hot. Stay continue being negatives, but the positive kind of outshines that. But you know, call it as you see it. And then uh, we move on to uh, NXT. Oh, yeah. Presents NXT live from the Full Sail Arena. Uh, we kick off with a Keith Lee in-ring promo. Talks about becoming number one contender to the North American title last week. Says the Undisputed Era had a, had a great 2019 and hold every single title right now. And that their end of 2019 was better than anyone except for him. Uh, strong words by Keith Lee. Uh, says that Undisputed Era have reached their peak and have reached their limit. But Keith Lee, he's limitless. So Wait. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that someone else's gimmick? But I, I guess that's his. No, he's, yeah. Outcome the Undisputed Era. For he is limitless. Okay, you got it. Uh, Cole lists all the people they have taken out. Uh, as example, Imperium, Velveteen Dream. And it says, uh, you're next, Undisputed Era. Beat down Keith Lee with a chair. Roderick Strong puts his leg through a chair. Uh, was the 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 pilmanizer? 
Sure. Where he stomps on the chair with uh, Lee's Keith Lee's foot through the chair. Got to work a body part going into that match, at least. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. After that, uh, out comes Tommaso Ciampa for some reason for the save. O'Reilly, Strong, and Fish beat up Ciampa for a second, but Cole runs away when he's face-to-face with the sadistic son of a bitch, Tommaso Ciampa. That's, that's, that's a great nickname. It should be his nickname. Um, so he saved Keith Lee because, you know, they were partners at War Games. You know, they, of course, they were uh, consistent senior storyline. It matters in war. You know, uh, then Tegan Knox, uh, she's back. She's coming into the re- to the arena. She's so a- this ended the segment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was over. Uh, then, like I said, Tegan Knox coming into the arena. Uh, she's back uh, from return. You know, for the battle royal tonight. Mm-hmm. Candice Lurie runs up to her, gives her a big hug. I'm so glad you're back. And then that was that. It was. Random I was weird. gonna. I was gonna say. You think Tegan Knox is just like the after that whole Dakota like, Kai thing? Shit. Like, you know what? I'm not. I don't want to trust you either. You, you know what? Uh, that was my best friend. Whatever. Know, what is it? What about you? You yeah. pint-sized pixie. That's what they call her now. Yep. Anyways, uh, next up, the Broser waits. Or if uh, opening match. Or if I'm, I'm gonna call him uh, Dunbro. I, I like Broser waits. I like. Okay, fine. The Broser waits versus Flash Morgan Webster and Mandrews, Mark Andrews. Uh, technically, Andrews and Dunn start the match, uh, but about 30 seconds in, they're all in the ring, going back and forth and back and forth, all flippy shit and a lot of moves. It was a great fucking match, uh, but it was kind of like what you said earlier, where it was kind of too hard to uh, take notes for that for a second. Oh, yeah, no. So, uh, let's see. At one point, Andrews and Webster run circles around Dunn, bro. Uh, match goes fast, uh, like I said, for me to call the moves. Assisted power bomb to Webster when Andrews... Uh, breaks up the count afterwards. Deadlift German suplex by Riddle to Mandrews, followed by a kickout. Uh, double ankle stop to Mandrews by Pete Dunn, which was uh, kind of weird because it was something I'd never seen before where he just like folded his ankles out and just stomped on them. <laughs> it was very random and innovative, and I liked it. Webster knocks both members of Dunbro uh, out of the ring with separate drop kicks. Uh, Plancha to Dunbro by Webster. Pup knee poison Rana combo to Riddle by the Brits. Uh, moonsault transition into a tornado. See, that's the thing about this match. Mark Andrews is a treasure. You, yeah. You put him in anything, he's just going to like fly around you for a second. It's like he comes off the rope, he's flies around giving. you. He's very giving. Very giving. Um, and people are giving to him. You know what I mean? Uh, he worked well with Pete Dunn because I'm pretty sure he's worked with him for a long time. Yeah. At independent shows in the UK. So. But, uh... Uh, then we have two spears to Webster by Riddle. Andrews reverses an X-Plex into a stunner to Dunn. Gotch driver to Webster on the outside. We have the bitter end pump knee combo to Mandrews, the pin and the win. And uh, the Dunbro, or the Broser Waits, whatever, uh, they move on to in the Dusty Roads tag team classes, baby. They move on to my tournament. I thought this match was amazing. Um, all look good, baby. This, it's far, this was far and away a match of the week, in my opinion. Uh, I think I think uh, Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle, the Broser Waits, they... They they should continue being a team beyond the Dusty Classic because, they won't. but these are two guys that like they're not in the title picture, they're not really in anything. Riddle's gonna they're trying to they're trying to uh, kind of beef up this tag division as you could see like later in the night, um, and I think these like they and they have like this absolute they have really great tag team chemistry with one another with one another where they just they just both hit hard yeah. and fast. And they have a nice think, pose going on too. They they try. Yeah. So I think like this should this should be this should be a team that um this should be a team that goes beyond the Dusty Classic, and like they could just put and like automatically just put killer matches like 
week after week. Hell, they can. They might as well go as far as to be the ones to take the titles off undisputed. Well, I era. think they should be the ones to take the titles off undisputed air. They will. I mean, whoever wins the, they have to get a title shot, right? Yeah. Hell, I might even go as far as to say they might win this goddamn thing. Yeah. I mean, who's gonna win the grizzled young vets? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I. You know, uh, undisputed air win it again. They could, but it, yeah. Anyways, uh, backs or we have a video recap of Undisputed Era taking out Imperium at NXT Takeover Blackpool two. Um, they took out Imperium after the match. NXT UK Takeover Blackpool two. The that's a quite a title. Uh, yeah, Undisputed Era took out Imperium, uh, setting up their match for Worlds Collide. Um, the Power Man Five Thousand song. You know that's, that's, that's why is that, that 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 has to be the theme song. I don't know. Um, like Walter responds in a promo afterwards, cutting it in Austrian or German, whichever. I, I think he said, I don't know which language it was, or at least it sounded like it was. Then we have uh, Tomas Ciampa. He comes back out. Well, sorry, Kathy Kelly first. She's waiting backstage. She's waiting backstage for Keith Lee to see if there's a medical update, but no medical update yet. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. Uh, then we move on to Tomas Ciampa coming back out to the ring to cut an in-ring promo. Uh, says it's obvious that Undisputed Era have hit the... Have, have a hit list, and so does he. And Adam Cole, you're on the top of Tomas Ciampa's hit list. He wants and needs his old life back, and he needs Goldie back. Out come the Undisputed Era to no music. Uh, they come out, they beat down on Ciampa. Out comes Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano cleans house. Uh, fans chant DIY. The two men stare down each other while uh, Gargano's music plays. So this is uh, another Worlds Collide beat. Um, you know the that's the old DIY theme song. It sounds just like that. Yeah. Um, no, like the DIY theme song is pretty much just a stripped down version of Gargano's theme. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty good. I like it. Um, like I said, another tag team in the making. I think for Worlds Collide. Yeah, but yeah, but it's all for Worlds Collide. But I think that. Um, I know Ciampa, he never lost the title. He has he has, all, he has all the reasons in the world to get the title off Cole, and I do think you get that program eventually, but like you can all but there's also this other choice where like maybe bringing back DIY with the addition of Broserweights, like like think about it. Like it's just like it's it's them. It's a really, lot out of your singles division though. I think they have enough people for that singles division though. Like if they Damian Priest. I'm just sort of. I'm. I'm just kind of just on the. I'm also just kind of thinking that uh, Cole and uh, Ciampa, they they should probably be kind of away from the main like main title picture for a while because they have been in there there for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it more that way, but then they have been building up Ciampa as the guy to Who's, take out to take to, to to take the title off from Cole. But then, do you necessarily do that? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, only time will tell. Yeah. After this, uh, Trent Seven he tweets about DIY being back together, and he says, "Oi, <laughs> tell the bite. You want to do a thing? Mustache about? Have somebody book it? Yes, please." And he says, "I would want that match, and that match is going to be fire. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Well, it's Clyde, you know. Yeah. That's Australian. I'm sorry, <laughs> doing the wrong accent here. Just doing Jay White." <laughs> oh, I'm Jay White. See, that's good, Jay White. Not really. He said he was Jay White. Uh, next up, the Time Slitters versus the Grizzled Young Vets, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Um, it was a match. They fucking won, Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah, it was a weird move. I, I you know, it's it's unfortunate because we were 
we were cheated out of a, a Kushida Kyle O'Reilly matchup because yeah. they're the ones that because the whoever advances advances in this match get faces undisputed era. I think that is was it, that the team that beat them for it's the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Titles? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the so, exact team, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. No, I'm more thinking about Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly oh. because that that well, was I a, thought they that was a, that was a best of the Super Junior final one time. Okay. That was a, that match is. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I really kind of don't really understand. I, I guess. I mean, I if it really they need a British no, it, team. It, it really it's it's yeah. I understand like they needed a they needed a British team, and I also understand like how committed are they really with a uh, Alex Shelley. But if they if they were like, why even book him in the first place? Just to pop a rating. This is gonna lead to Imperium versus Undisputed Era on NXT, and then they're gonna it's gonna break down, and they're gonna be like, fine, the worlds collide. The four on four match is now for the Dusty Classic and all the belts. Yeah, let's, again, yeah, further complicate things. That's always a good thing in yeah. wrestling. Uh, but no, uh, they hit the ticket to Mayhem to Alex Shelley, pin and the win, James Drake, who. It's James Drake. Thanks, thanks for coming, Alex Shelley. Oh, he's, he's they no, so they tweet. They since tweeted out like they they're gonna continue being a tag team, which is also kind of baffling. Why then? Why go over? But I guess they again they needed a British they needed a British tag team in the Largo House circuit. Maybe. Anyways, um, after the match, time splitters uh, they try to shake hands with the grizzled young vets, but they walk away because they're grizzled young vets and they're they're heels. So they said f that. After that, we have Chelsea Green with Robert Stone. We didn't get to review this last week. This this Robert Stone character. Yeah, not Tony Khan. That's it. <laughs> He's like a muscular looking Tony Khan, isn't he? Yeah. It's a bigger, handsome. Like they, he has the suit. He has he has a pair of glasses, and he just goes over analytics a lot. Like, how is this not Tony Khan? Uh, Robert Stone tells uh. Chelsea Green uh, says Chelsea Green isn't in the class of all the other women. That's why she's not going to be in the Battle Royal tonight. Um, he says something like she's the hottest free agent. She reiterates that. Apparently, she's really hot. Um, she's all right. That's her thing. No, yeah. she's a very. I liked her individual. old. I liked her old gimmick, the hot mess. Yeah. Because she was literally like half. She was like two face. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, then we have a uh, Finn Balor video package. He's watching a video of Ilya Dragunov. That's going to be a match at Worlds Collide as well. We'll talk about all this next week, all this excitement. Then a triple threat match. Tyler Breeze versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Leo Rush. Uh, the third match of the night that it was way too fucking hard to take notes with. Yeah. Uh, all three of these guys come down. Uh, Swerve seems to be the most over competitor out of the three. Uh, the story really is Swerve versus uh, Rush, but, you know, everything gets foiled by Tyler Breeze every time, um, keeping the match going. Uh, German suplex to Swerve while he's suplexing Rush over the ropes. Yeah, this was a fucking sprint. Uh, Rush mounts a comeback and hits the final hour, but Swerve uh, on Swerve and Breeze breaks up the count. The JML driver to Breeze and uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott gets a pin on uh, Tyler Breeze. This get, puts him in the fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight title. So this was a triple collide. threat match to be in a fatal four-way. Yes. And then I thought it was a one-on-one match. And then I get. bet you... But two people from the UK are going to be in it as it's well. It's going to get built, and then that, that triple threat match is going to be built to a fatal four-way. And, and then some ma- and, match. No. <laughs> Hell in a cell. And then there's going to be a... F- and like it's going to build up to shenanigans where it's going to build up to a fatal five-way. And then war games! Yes. <laughs> that happens, you know, in, in the world of wrestling. Hey. Yeah, addition, addition by addition. Um, that's, so that's I mean, terms. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Fuck. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad he got the he got the rub. Oh, he got the swerve. I mean, not the swerve. The the push. 
Uh, the, and uh, Angel Garza is on commentary this entire time. You call me Angel. And uh, well, no, his name is Angel. Yeah, that's they, what he said. They keep calling him Angel. Or uh, no, you can call me Angel. Uh, <laughs> he has that dude has a he has something, man. That he he's like, even he's got so much charisma to like. Man, put give this guy the Umberto Carrillo you, spot. Okay, so the one thing that was really awkward was uh, Beth Phoenix in this entire segment. She's like trying to do this whole like, oh, I don't care what I don't know what you're saying, but I don't care because you're so hot. Oh yeah. But then she's like, just, it's like, like a sort of a bimbo kind of thing. Yeah, but she's like, oh yes, I I don't, I don't know what you just said. She's like trying but to, but with those dimples, I for some reason I don't need to know. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like she comes off as somebody who tries to like who who's the type of type of person who would uh try to get who doesn't speak Spanish but tries to get their burrito who tries to order their burrito in Spanish. No, 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 no. Have she, you ever seen anybody who does oh, that? I I see people. Excuse me. Que paso? Mas um, poquito, por favor. See si no queso. No, no, okay. but just a little bit of... Uh, That's Beth Phoenix. That's Beth Phoenix. No, yeah. she doesn't speak Spanish, Okay, uh, but she's in love with Angel's dimples. Who does? Wait. Yes. His dimples. They yeah. all have dimples. Yes. Um, Morrow does too. I'm sure they're cute. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was really fun. Uh, yeah. Then we move on to Kathy Kelly. She's backstage with Rhea Ripley. They want to uh, She wants to know who she wants to face at NXT Portland. Uh, Rhea... Uh, says who she doesn't care who she faces. Oh, here we go. I I don't care who I face at uh at uh Worlds Collide or NXT Portland, but I'll face Tony Storm at Worlds Collide. So there you go. All right. And uh, so she, I mean, she is going to have a match with Tony Storm at, at Worlds Collide. I guess it's face versus face now, even though their last match. Yeah, this whole Rhea Ripley face thing is just fucking Turner already, man. Like I don't know. I'm I think it. yeah, because I think she's she's definitely crossed that road now. She's she's no longer in the in the hunt. Yeah. I think now she's just put in a position of power where she can come off. Ooh, as I would a heel. like her wearing like leopard skin, like like around her neck. No, yeah, just yeah, King Rhea Ripley, Queen like Rhea. like no King Rhea Ripley, Craven. From, they just um, yes from Spider Man, right? Exactly. That's a reference. Yeah, they're both Australian. All right. Uh, then we move on. Uh, Kathy Kelly apparently ran outside right after this to go talk to Johnny Gargano. Um, she's backstairs. She's outside with Johnny Gargano. Uh, in walks Tommaso Ciampa, and uh, he thanks Gargano for tonight. Gargano wants to know if uh, Ciampa... So they're cool now. Cool. He Got says, uh, says you see what Mustache Mountain said? You want to you wanna do this one more time? And Ciampa agrees. Yeah, let's do so, it, man. You know the significance of this? This was outside in the parking lot. Where was Johnny Gargano taken out? By Tommaso. Oh Chama. yeah, I never, I never all, realized they, that they broke up and got back together in the parking lot. Who injured Alistair Black. You <laughs> see Alistair Black back and like, ah, oh, not again. <laughs> so this was for nothing. I was for no. Okay, anyways. Um, so Champa agrees. Undisputed Era. They start coming out, or they, but they're being held back by referees. And out of nowhere. Keith Lee pounces, I believe, Roderick Strong into the bushes. Yeah, I love that this is Keith Lee's thing now, where he just pushes people into the into a black hole. Um, here's the thing: to the oblivion is if next week he comes limping, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. He probably won't, you know, because he ran that pounce. Maybe he, maybe, maybe he furthered injured it. You know, yeah, he yeah. used all his he, might. He had adrenaline pumping in his veins. Yeah, all his pure beef. So. Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, next week, Roderick Strong versus uh, Keith Lee. Well, Keith Lee says uh, next week the prophecy will be fulfilled. For he is limitless. For he L- looking is forward to that match. Honestly, limitless. Roderick Strong, you can't do, you can't go wrong with Roderick Strong. Uh, you know what? You can't. Yeah, he's, he's a good, he's a good, good wrestler. Anyways, I it's gonna end in shenanigans. 
Yeah. Dijakovic. What? My God, what are you doing? You were no, your friend. Oh, I my can, God. I think, you know, honestly, I think they're going to, they could definitely just do the title switch during an overrun so they, so can, get, means, so they can get ratings. That means everything is going to start falling apart for Undisputed Era. Slowly but surely, yeah. London Bridge I'll, I'll, is falling down. In my opinion, put the title on Keith Lee. Uh, well, where the tag titles go, Riddle and Dunn, and then a bit down the line, yeah. Oh, that's the whole uh, War Games team, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, whoa, that's good. I like that. Anyways, let's not talk about the dudes anymore. Let's talk about the ladies. Main event. And I they're, think they're, yeah, is it main yes. event? <laughs> main event time. Uh, we have the women's battle royal for number one contendership of the uh, NXT women's title, currently so, held by Rhea Ripley. Yep. Um, what were we gonna say? Nothing. Uh, the women in this match: Candice Larry, Bianca Belair, Casey Cannizzaro, returning Casey Cannizzaro. Yeah. I don't know if this is long. She's back because she healed her back. I thought she, she had a back I injury. I thought she wasn't. Uh, she had a back anymore. injury, and then she was starting to think about whether or not she's going to stay. And apparently, she did. Well, there we go. Uh, Mercedes Martinez makes her uh, makes her return as well. Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, Eos Shrine. of the show, Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, Catalina, her return to TV. Yeah, she's crazy. back. Um, this has been reported like a, a while. Jessica Mike, Jessica Maya. Caden uh, Carter, Vanessa Bourne, Deanna Peraza, MJ Jenkins, Santana Garrett, Tegan Knox, Zia Lee, and Shayna Baszler. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you're going to auto tune that, right? Uh, yeah, Thank sure. You. Why not? It, it's pretty, you got a pretty good auto tune voice yourself. I liked it. Um, Thank you. So, uh, you know, all the. All the lower level talent, uh, should I say, get eliminated first. All the geeks. All the geeks get eliminated first. Uh, Mercedes Martinez and Shayna Baszler do go face to face and exchange strikes. It was a little, uh, a little bit of a letdown in my opinion, because uh, the strikes were pretty soft and it seemed like they were trying to just feel it out. But There's they no do, art in hurting. Actual, I was really hoping they would just sit down and have a whiskey drinking contest right there. Oh man, those two ladies just you know. Like I've said, uh, or it's, or how fast can the other one? Alcoholism fix is a, a very. Or the how fast can the other one fix the '69 Ford Mustang? I the feel 69 like '69 Ford. Okay, I was gonna say like wait, D, uh, John Moxley's Ford Mustang no, GT. No, 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 okay, no, yeah, whatever. No, no, no. Uh, you know, remember Shana? She's like her. Di- my yeah, dad yeah, told yeah. Me, Some people drive Teslas. I'm a, yeah, I'm an old fashioned style. So, um, but. Mercedes Martinez is eliminated, unfortunately. Uh, at this point, we think the last four women are Shayna Baszler, uh, Tegan Knox, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. Uh, that, at this point, uh, Tegan Knox is eliminated by a very leggy Dakota Kai. Taught in Florida. Jesus Christ. I mean, I just... Makes her run faster. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Put on pants on, lady. Yeah, uh, she pulls um, Tegan Knox off the top rope, furthering the feud. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that eliminates Tegan Knox. Shayna uh, has Io and Io Shirai in a Karafuda clutch. Uh, Io Shirai is over the top rope. Shayna's on the other side in the ring, and in runs the ring. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart. And, so surprise elimination and for she, Shayna Baszler. And she eliminates Shayna Baszler, and I thought that was fucking great. It's I popped her big the, time. Putting over the putting over the talent before you uh, leave the territory. Although. She looks like a geek sitting there being so shocked. She did a little bit, I, I thought. No. At, right after no, she was so shocked. That is the understandable reaction. You know, hubris got the best of her. And so Here. like, what? What happened? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, th- that's part of the match. It's part of the story of the match. Uh, and then Shotzi, Do you think they continue this? Do you think Shotzi Blackheart is going to uh, have a continued program with Shayna Baszler? I hope so. I think so. I think this will be the... Because I think... The, I think 
Not, I don't think this is necessarily. Shayna can't go out this on is, her back, though. This is necessary. No, yeah, you definitely can. Um, I think this. When? I don't think she's going to the rumble, no, dude. I think yes. Yeah, I think Shayna is going to win that rumble, but then she. It doesn't necessarily mean she's going to be gone from NXT until like say. You think the rumble winner is going to lose? No, maybe no. Blackheart? No, there could be. It could be the takeover after. Which I love. No, Shotzi. the takeover after the rumble could easily be her write-off. Could easily be Shayna Baszler's. Yeah. NXT Portland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose. I just don't see the person who wins the Rumble to do a job to somebody like that. That's true. To somebody just that coming into true. the ring. Shotzi Blackheart is a tremendous competitor. You can cast doubt think, on that also. But I just think that her letting anybody that just came into the into the promotion, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem... It seems we'll see how it goes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Shotzi is then eliminated by Bianca Belair. Io Shirai and Bianca Belair are the last two ladies in the ring. Both women go back and forth, both on the edge of the ring. Io trying to hit a German on Bianca to the outside. Strikes back and forth. They're fighting inside the ring. And eventually, Bianca Belair hits the KOD. Fucking pretty much throwing Io Shirai 20 feet outside of the ring. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a little a little scary. But, hey, what are you going to do? Right? Bianca Belair. She's number one contender. Yes. I did I, no, she doesn't win the title. I, I just feel like Bianca is always one of those. She's oh yeah, she's just always never gonna win the big one. Oh, I hate to use. Eventually, I feel like she eventually going is going to win it, and it's gonna be awesome. But it's just too early for Ray Ripley. To, they just wanted to get a heel and a, a title defense for Ray Ripley. Yeah, until they turn her heel and then yeah. have Candice LeRae win it. Hell, I might even go as far as to say Io Shirai will probably win. Shotzi that. Blackheart. I mean, do you hear about the stories of Io Shirai not being exactly happy with? I heard something about that. Yeah, like, and, and, I, and no, and and Bushi like and Bushi Road is really making a push to you know get Io Shirai back. Why into is Bushi title. doing that? Bushi Road. Oh, I thought you meant he doesn't own Bushi. Doesn't own Bushi Road. <laughs> I know it's a dumb joke. I know I didn't want to. I didn't want to dignify. I, I did not want to dignify that with a response, Corey. Ah, uh, it's like I, my jokes are so bad. I should have three kids. Dad jokes. Get it. Anyway, it's a great way to end the show. <laughs> yes, it is. Because if you made it this long, you got to laugh out of that. All right, guys. Oh, uh, that about does it for us. Uh, don't forget next week. Long fucking show. Me yeah. and uh, Jose, maybe you, maybe you'll join us. I don't know. We'll be, we'll do our Royal Rumble prediction show. Yep. And uh, we're going to talk it's about. A, and it's also great because none, neither, none of us have been watching main roster stuff. So this I've is going to be watching great. it. Yeah. I'm going to keep it up. I just don't want to do shows over it. No, yeah. dude. I like to fast forward through all the shittiness of. Cool. Oh, it's a healthy way of living, Corey. Hey, you, it is. And I'm so much happier yeah. uh, in this world. Anyways, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Corey Mania. You, Mike Vergara Man, or Mick Vergara Man, whatever. It whatever is. makes it easier. Yeah, exactly. You know what? And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful evening and bye-bye. Later. <laughs>